Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Wednesdays in the Word, your midweek devotional intended to encourage and challenge you to live a life worthy of the gospel that you have been called to. This week, we continue to journey through the foundational chapters of the Bible in a year following the F-260 plan from Replicate Ministries. And this week, we begin to dive a little deeper into the book of Joshua. You may remember at the end of last week, we read about Moses' death and how the torch was passed to a new leader, Joshua. God had called Joshua for this position and had a purpose for him. Joshua was to prepare the Israelites for entering into the promised land and then lead them to do so. Of course, Joshua was going to face some great challenges along the way, but God reassured him over and over again that God would remain with him and that they would be victorious if they trusted and obeyed God's plan. One of the very first challenges that Joshua would face would be that of the city of Jericho. God has led the people across the Jordan safely. They have found themselves in a position to finally claim the promised land after years of wandering into the desert. And a new generation will be doing this. But it would take a series of military victories to conquer the major cities in the land of Canaan. The first was the fortified city of Jericho. As Joshua began to think about a plan of action and how they would go about uh, a strategic way of conquering the city, he was visited by a commander of the Lord's army, an angel, if you will, who gave him instructions on how to win the battle. Here's what we read in Joshua chapter 5, verses starting in verse 13. When Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua approached him and asked, Are you for us? Or for our enemies. Now, right there shows a lot of courage because here out of nowhere is this mighty man with his sword already drawn and Joshua says, nope, I'm going to go up and talk to this guy. And he did. And he asked him the question, are you for us or are you for our enemies? And he, the, the figure replied, the man replied, neither, he replied. I have come as a commander of the Lord's army. Then Joshua bowed his face to the ground in homage and asked, What does my Lord want to say to his servants? Wow, that's a pretty powerful thing, isn't it? Joshua bowed down and he, he didn't argue, he didn't discuss it. He just says, What does the Lord want from his servant? So verse 15, the commander of the, Lord army, the Lord's army said to Joshua, Remove the sandals from your feet. For the place you are standing is holy, and Joshua did just that. In chapter 6, verse 1, Now Jericho was strongly fortified because, because of the Israelites, no one leaving or entering. The Lord said to Joshua, Look, I have handed Jericho, its king, and its best soldiers over to, to you. March around the city with all the men of war, circling the city one time. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry seven ram's horns, trumpets, in front of the ark. But on the seventh day, march around the city seven times while the priests blow the ram's horns. When there is a prolonged blast of the horn and you hear its sound, have all the troops give a mighty shout. 
then the city wall will collapse and the troops will advance, each man straight ahead. Now, I'll be honest with you. If I was Joshua, I would be a little confused by this particular strategy. I wouldn't really understand it. All we're going to do is march around the outside of the city walls. It doesn't seem to make sense. It doesn't seem to be logical. It's strange. But yet Joshua does exactly what the Lord has told him to do. You know, every time I read this story, I'm reminded of the Veggie Tales episode. And what you see depicted in that episode is that as the Israelites march around the wall, they're being made fun of. Well, I don't know if that really happened, but I imagine the people inside of Jericho would have been somewhat perplexed by the strategy that the Israelites would choose to take down their city. But the great and mighty city would fall nonetheless. The people did exactly what God had said, and God kept his promise, and everything God said came to be true. And they didn't take the city with some huge military victory. The city was taken by trusting and obeying God and God alone. See, God was clearly in control of the situation. Now, the people of Israel didn't know that until after the fact, but they trusted God's words. Here's what I want you to take away from today. God can be trusted. God can be trusted to provide for his people, for you and me. And his people should obey him and rely on him to strengthen us and to fight for us. Is there a situation in your life that is hard? Do you face an uphill battle that you need to fight? It could be a lot of different things, from your health to your jobs to, to your school. Let me challenge you and encourage you. Let God fight for you. Follow his instructions. It may seem strange. It may seem odd. It may not be what you want it to be, but follow his leading in your life because his path will lead you to victory. I hope that you have a blessed week.